Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Is the year 2020 dispelling some arguments against investing in digital assets? Dave Chapman, executive director at BC Group, speaking to CNBC, thinks so. He said assets like Bitcoin are only getting stronger. Bitcoin trading at 11,703 US dollars, last I checked. But when it comes to deciding which cryptocurrency to invest in, the choice can be somewhat overwhelming. There are thousands of crypto coins available. Available in the marketplace. So today we're taking stock of some of cryptocurrency coins' performance this year. We're going to start with Bitcoin. It is a pleasure to welcome back Marcus Lim, Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of Zipmex. They're a Singapore-based crypto asset exchange to help us out this morning. How are you doing, Marcus? I'm very good, Michelle. How are you? Great speaking with you. I'm doing really well. So let's take a look at Bitcoin. Michael Novogratz, I was reading, he's CEO and chairman of Galaxy Digital. And he says Bitcoin will be at $14,000 in the next three months. He believes it could easily reach $20,000 by the end of the year. And he's predicted that gold will rise as well as long as a liquidity pump, meaning the Fed's balance sheet, remains turned on. So what do you think of Novogratz's arguments? Yeah, look, I think um, Novogratz's argument is in line with my understanding as well. Um, I think what we can see here in terms of, um, you know, assets that are scarce uh, definitely have a, a positive sentiment at this point in time. Uh, we see, you know, Bitcoin and gold, you know, correlated um, hand in hand at the moment. So, um, you know, what we can see with the Fed printing more money um, is that there will be more liquidity or fiat in the system and, and for scarce, uh, scarce assets the appreciation of prices is, is almost inevitable. So it seems as if 12,000 is a resistance level for Bitcoin. We've seen uh, Bitcoin fluctuating between 11,000, 800, 12,000 over recent months. Are you looking at 12,000 as a possible resistance point? Yeah, so 12,000 at the moment is, is the current resistance point. Uh, you know, Bitcoin had actually corrected over the last couple of, well, last week uh, to a low of 11,100 and it has actually rebounded very strongly to about sitting at 11,700 at this point in time. Um, we will actually see uh, another test to 12,000 and um, what we, you know, what we understand of the market is that we'll probably break through the 12,000 mark and probably reach about 14,000, which is the next uh, resistance level. All right. Back to Novogratz and the relationship between Bitcoin and gold. Novogratz actually prefers Bitcoin to gold as a safe haven because he says it's harder to buy. What do you think? Uh, that's actually the case. But I think if you look at gold, you know, you have to break it up into two parts. One is the physical asset and the other one is actually, um, you know, buying the position in the market itself. So the you know, you can actually buy gold without actually taking the physical delivery. Um, there are, you know, a lot of avenues that you can do that. But with, you know, with Bitcoin, uh, there are a lot of exchanges now, um, you know, all around the world, not just in, in Asia. Um, so the access to buying, you know, Bitcoin is, is you know, easier than ever. Um, and with because of this accessibility, um, you know, it has actually, you know, uh, onboarded a lot of retail demand and also institutional demand. Um, so definitely, I you know it, it's in line with my understanding and, and my opinion as well that it's yeah it's definitely easier to buy uh, than than gold. 
Marcus Lim is Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of Zipmix. They're a Singapore-based crypto asset exchange. Let's talk a little bit about China and their plans with the digital yen. So over in China, it's known as the DCEP. That's the acronym for Digital Currency Electronic Payment, an initiative led by the People's Bank of China. Earlier this year, China rolled out its central bank digital currency, making it one of the first major economies to do so. Some 80% of the world's banks are looking at developing digital currency. Trials of China's DCEP have started in four cities, and the government recently announced plans to expand the test to major cities like Beijing and Tianjin, Hong Kong, even Macau. I understand the DCEP is currently limited to small-scale transactions, that it's not blockchain-based, it's centralized. We're keen to understand what you think the role of the DCEP is going to be, its impact on cross-border payments perhaps, and how it could elevate the yen's role in international finance or will it yeah so so i think it's a it's a really interesting um a project in itself uh you know um the government has been building uh you know building this project for the last couple of years mm. um as, as we've seen the advent of mobile payment in china um that are pretty much dominated by two countries uh, sorry two companies uh one is tencent the other one's alibaba or and financial um, and, you know, we've seen that mobile payment has, has basically kind of skyrocketed and this, you know, uh, essentially the, the mode of payment, um, mode of retail payment and online payment for a lot of consumers. Um, you know, the digital yen is, is really, um, it goes hand in hand with this, uh, whereby, you know, it allows consumers to very expediently uh, pay for something and be recorded um, on a ledger. Uh, in this case, um, it's centralized, but, you know, in the future, it will be put on a blockchain and, most probably will be controlled by the Chinese government. Um, so I think it's just a natural step in terms of e-money, um, as we've seen in China. And, you know, and, and this would probably have, you know, an impact to the rest of Asia uh, and also to the rest of the world where most of the countries will start to follow suit. Uh, in terms of cross-border payment, um, so this is a really interesting one because, uh, you know, as you know, the UN is a restricted currency. Uh, there's a lot of country, currency controls in place. Um, you know, the Chinese government will obviously, you know, identify which uh, uh, avenues or which channels or which the cross-border payments will happen. I don't think cross-border payments will be, um, you know, quite prevalent with the yuan. Uh, I think it will be tightly controlled um, and it will only work within the Chinese ecosystem, within kind of their firewall ecosystem. So, um, so I think cross-border payments, to my understanding, will be quite limited at this point in time. Can you help our listeners understand the difference between a central bank digital currency and cryptocurrency? Yeah, so so the central bank's uh, currency is called a digital currency. Uh, so essentially, these currencies are backed one to one with um, you know the physical yuan or uh, physical dollar. Um, and so you know, with cryptocurrency, uh, for example, Bitcoin, um, it's it's uh, it's used for digital payments um, or a store of value. Um, there is no asset backing it. Uh, so uh, like you know, the, with the likes of Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin, they don't have anything physically backing it um, as an asset-backed uh, token. Whereas with the digital yuan, um, it is uh, backed one-for-one one with the yuan. So that, those are the two fundamental differences. Uh, in terms of the actual technology itself, um, you know, uh, most you know, stable coins or, or digital currencies use the blockchain and very similar to, to Bitcoin and Ethereum, they also use the blockchain technology. 
All right. Well, thanks very much for the primer there. We are speaking to Marcus Lim. He is uh, joining us, helping us. Uh, Marcus Lim is Chief Executive Officer, co-founder of ZipMix. I wonder if you can help us understand uh, in terms of crypto coins, what you see as coins that have the best potential for the second half of this year. Yeah, so I'm still very bullish on Bitcoin. Um, you know, I'm a Bitcoin maximalist, so I think um, you know, you know, Bitcoin will continue to perform very, very well. It's the, you know, the first of this asset class. Um, there's a lot of institutional uh, uh, demand um, and interest in this, um, you know, through, um, you know, uh, uh, the Grayscale uh, Bitcoin Trust, which is essentially an ETF uh, that institutional or retail investors can invest in. Um, uh, and, you know, in terms of other coins, uh, the decentralized finance space is very popular, and that's, um, work uh, that is, you know, basically, um, you know, uh, built on the foundation of Ethereum protocol. Uh, so, you know, I'm very bullish on Ethereum as well. Um, and basically all the coins that sit on top of that, um, it, it's going to perform fairly well. Um, I, it's not really kind of financial advice that I'd give, but, you know, uh, th- you know in my opinion, uh, these are the two tokens that uh, would perform fairly well. So that would be Bitcoin and Ethereum. So we haven't touched Correct. on Ripple and Litecoin. Yes, we what haven't. You, what, what do you make of uh, how have how's XRP been doing? Yeah, XRP has been. Um, it, it's it's things were performing, you know, relatively well to the US dollar or, the, or to the to the local currency. Um, but XRP is mainly used for you know cross border payments. Um, it's not used as a store of value. Mm. Um, you know, in terms of the the number of tokens uh, of circulating supply and, and the number of total supply, it's it's you know it's in the billion. So um, I you know it, it's really used as a way to kind of transfer value um, as opposed to as a store of value. So from an investment perspective, and again, I'm not providing financial advice here. Um, you know, I, uh, it, it's not something that uh, I typically would invest in, mm-hmm. um, but definitely has a lot of utility. And what on your platform, ZipMix, what has been popular in terms of volume of trades? Yeah, so, so what we've seen, and, and we're, we're actually in, in a number of jurisdictions, so Thailand, Indonesia, Singapore and Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, we've seen, you know, uh, Bitcoin and Ether, um, you know, performing very well. Uh, we've also seen um, USDT, which is a stable coin, um, back to the US dollar, performing extremely well. Um, and that's really, um, you know, it has kind of given rise because of the the um, efficiency in, in transferring US dollars across border. Um, so it doesn't use the SWIFT network. Um, it uses the blockchain network. And, you know, people are able to kind of send, you know, effectively US dollar, you know, anywhere around the world uh, and it's pretty expedient in doing so so um, what we're seeing is a huge rise in that and, and tether at the moment has about you know uh, 10 billion dollars in market cap um, it continues to grow it's actually in terms of you know uh, transaction velocity it's even higher than bitcoin itself um, so it actually shows the, the, the huge utility and with tether you know um, part of the technology is actually based on ethereum as well so um, you know it kind of goes back to the you know these decentralized applications that are built on top of the Ethereum protocol. All right. Can you help our listeners understand what Bitcoin Cash is? Some listeners say they go to trading platforms and they can't see Bitcoin, but they do see Bitcoin Cash or BCH. What is that relative to Bitcoin? What drives Bitcoin Cash? Yeah, so so Bitcoin Cash um, is essentially a fork of Bitcoin. Um, 
So, so just to kind of uh, explain it very simply, uh, you know, Bitcoin is is you know the the genesis of cryptocurrency, and um, and it used you know uses you know its its own uh, uh, blockchain solution. What what Bitcoin Cash is is essentially a fork away from the original solution uh, into its own solution, um, and um, you know there have been uh, essentially a couple of communities that have actually forked it. Um, and so the, the idea of Bitcoin Cash was, uh, you know, supposed to make it more efficient for kind of payment transfer in terms of, you know, paying lower transaction fees and, and also faster settlement times. Um, so, in, in a, you know, so that's the whole idea of, of Bitcoin Cash is supposed to use for cash, as, as the name says. Um, you know, uh, however, I think um, the, 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 you know, the, the coin or the token itself, um, you know, still requires a lot more work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in order for it to be to, to reach its milestone, um, so you know it's still in its kind of uh, exploratory stage at this point in time. I would say. All right. Speaking of exploring, a lot of traders want to are feeling their way around uh, alt cash and alt coins, and they want to know if trading platforms determine which coins investors have access to. Uh, yes, absolutely. I mean. Um, uh, you know, different exchanges list different uh, tokens, and you know, for us, you know, we're we're looking to list, um, you know, other investable tokens. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, but with exchanges, I think it's you know, it's for, for a lot of the you know, they have a global audience, so you know, they're able to kind of attract you know, um, you know, people from all around the world. So it's it's not quite restricted in the sense that. Um, you know, if you're in, uh, you know, in, in, in Brazil, you can only trade in the Brazilian exchanges, but you can kind of trade any, in, in any exchanges around the world. They accept, you know, Brazilian citizens as customers. Um, uh, but uh, in terms of, you know, which exchange that you're with mm. uh, will determine, obviously, what kind of tokens that you can actually trade. And help us understand again, Zipmex, with Zipmex, what I could trade in because you're in Singapore, Indonesia, Australia and Thailand, correct? Correct, yes. So, um, so currently, you know, we just provide, you know, six tokens. So it's Bitcoin, F, Ripple, Litecoin, um, uh, USDT. Um, and, you know, what we're looking to do is that we're actually looking to expand that list uh, into um, other decentralized finance tokens, uh, which are extremely popular at the moment and has a lot of, you know, potential. Um, we're also uh, looking to list a gold-backed token called Xbullion. Mm-hmm. So this is something that's you know very very interesting, uh, where people essentially can buy a token that represents um, you know phys- physical gold that's stored in the vault. Um, so we're launching that pretty soon, uh, sometime this month. Uh, so you know uh, instead of having to kind of gold go to a gold shop to buy gold, mm. um, you know you can actually buy a gold token. And um, the next, uh, uh, you know, part to this is the redeemability of the tokens. Yep. So we're going to allow customers to be able to actually physically redeem the gold. Um, currently, as it is, um, you'd have to redeem it in one kilo uh, form. Yeah. Um, but in the future, we'll look to kind of allow people to redeem one gram of gold. So this is really interesting. And obviously, gold has uh, been around for, you know, centuries. So, you know, this is a product that people understand, but the, the difference here is that it's, it's, you know, the tokens are actually on the blockchain, which is actually on the Ethereum blockchain. So it's considered an ERC20 token. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
So it's really exciting. Um, you know, there's a lot of demand for this, um, especially in Indonesia and Thailand, where gold has, you know, historically has huge demand. Um, so we're looking to launch that fairly soon. That sounds really exciting. We hope you'll come back and tell us more about it when you have more details, Marcus. Thanks for joining us this morning. No problem. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for having me again. Marcus Lim, Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of Zipmex, joining me in Money and Me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.